September 17th, 2020. And just like that, my life changed forever. In the past six months, the world shut down. I slowed down and really learned to listen. And as synchronicity would have it, as I opened up, as the world opened up, so did I. These past two months or two weeks cracked me open. Suddenly life became so much more, how do I say it? Real. Good, bad, and ugly, really ugly. But I'm here and no matter, I'm grateful. Following my return from love in the time of Corona in Miami to New York to rebuild my business, I soon realized I was really returning to rebuild and reconnect to my entire life. Sounds deep, it is. Deeper than I ever imagined, so I'll start surfaced and I'll go slow. I returned to a quieter New York, a bruised, battered, but slowly emerging from slumber city with curbside cocktails and cafe dining where I was confronted by anti-Semitism firsthand. He stared me in the eyes when I was dining out at Laura Fish Bar on Prince Street and said, you're not Italian? No, I'm Jewish. He scoffed. I won't hold it against you. I simultaneously stopped walking home solo post sundown from Soho short distance in fear of the state of the city. But in daylight, I didn't hold fright until a man followed me to Box and Flow at 10 a.m. on a holiday Monday. My intuition was present enough to notice, and without distraction, I knew how to divert, protect myself, and keep moving. And after a lifetime of racing myself up and out of bed at 5 a.m. to fight and flow to an imaginary finish line in this rat race called life, I took up meditation. I practiced for 20 to 40 minutes daily in my own way, Laying down, not sitting up, in stillness nonetheless, I finally embraced slowing down. Beyond meditation, I found structure and self-practice, my yoga and boxing routine, that which I've spent half my life practicing, fueled by the energy of others around me. Now I teach class and take class, be it guided or guiding, via Zoom or just simply solo. I flow through the fight out of my way and feel without the confines of a start, an end, a teacher leading, or a community following. I became my own discipline. I tried new things. I took up new hobbies and formed new friendships. I embraced voice notes, took up a taste for Chardonnay, tiptoed into veganism, found deep love for tempeh, tofu, and sea veggies galore. I reaffirmed my morning rituals, sleep, celery juice, warm lime water, stillness, and sweat. I moved my body more efficiently, fueled my body more intuitively, and found my feet. I became unvegan, got grounded. I'm here. All we have is now. I discovered spring rolls doused in peanut sauce from Chinatown Hole in the Walls and finally tried sweet green. Yep, it's that good. I spent time in my untouched box and flow flagship, built out a franchise model and partnership with a skilled COO and a close friend. I explored solo travel and embraced solo time, alone but not lonely. I surrendered. I recommitted to writing my book proposal, committed to launching a podcast, and I'm officially training to be a certified life coach without the leotard on. I dug under the hood to reconnect my body, that which I filled and emptied, fought and flowed with for years past. I did elective blood work to learn more and found deficiencies, lost my period, got my period, went on thyroid medication and went off. I dropped rigidity around rituals and found flexibility around everything. I turned 34 and loved myself more. And I detached from people, from places, from habits, from outcomes. I let go of the anxieties of what if in favor of what is. What if my box and flow, my life for the past four years ends because of COVID? What if my business can't reopen? What if my employees don't return? What if my landlord won't lower my rent? What if I don't find my Prince Charming? I got present. Olivia, what if isn't real? What is, is. 
I stopped fearing intimacy and allowed myself to be seen by seeing me. I stopped forcing plans, chasing relationships, saying yes when I meant no, agreeing to a second date, a second chance, or otherwise. I stopped planning the outcome in favor of experiencing the now. I stopped waiting. Waiting implies need. I have what I need. I started dating to date to dress up for me. Casual dating without expectation is way more fun. I stored my stilettos in favor of flats, started spending time sporadically with a man outside my checked boxes and comfort zone, but the sporadic times felt more meaningful. He was sent to me for a reason. This man gave me a book, which I read and read again. I shared it with others and reached out to the writer. The writer became my teacher, my healer, my guru. I continued to limit any self-deprecating beliefs in favor of committing to more self-love. Practicing what I preach, the hard work to live young, to love yourself. I leaned into my intuition. In the past six months, I softened, I detached, I found my feet, I surrendered. And I discovered psychedelics. Plant medicine, if you will. Or they found me. I've never done drugs, two glasses of wine, and I'm down for the count. Two martinis, and I'm out for two days. But something called me to the toad, i.e. 5-MeO-DMT. DMT is the spirit molecule, the main active ingredient in ayahuasca, found naturally in the venom of a specific strain of toad, and the same molecule your brain secretes before you die, so they say. So you smoke it and you die, kind of. Well, your ego dies. The toad called me and I answered. Mike Tyson claims it changed his life, Tony Robbins and Joe Rogan too. It certainly changed mine. I showed up with no plan and no fear. It sounds dark, but it wasn't. It was light and it was love. I faced suppressed childhood trauma, deeply mourned the loss of loved ones I've never expressed, shut my brain off, cried my eyes out, and dropped my ego. Any doubt, the need to prove myself or otherwise. Poof, it all went up in smoke. And as the smoke cleared, I found my heart. But smoking the toad was just the beginning. Just a week later, I went deeper and darker into a different psychedelic, and a depth I cannot and will not return from. An even more intense trip, exposing truths from my memories past. Some good, some ugly. Worst nightmare type ugly. Really fucking ugly. And after two trips, I'm through trips, unless they're trips to luxury hotels. Drugs are still not for me. But clarity sure is. I've always preached everything you need is inside. Our tools to overcome the fight within, the doubt, the stories holding us back. It's plastered on the doors of my studios, the sweatshirts I wear daily, the mantra I teach from, but I had no idea and couldn't have imagined the depth of its truth for me. Not my tools, but my answers. Why I am as I am who I am. An answer I didn't even recognize I was searching for, buried so deep in my subconscious, so dark that it would change and maybe explain everything. And that is where my story begins. Buckle up. Love always. Olivia. Olivia.